Sunday night introduction. Where are you from? The state of West Virginia, are you in the house? Believe me when I tell you all where I come from, I knew I had to carry you all. From the bottom of my heart, I knew a lot of people out there struggling. Really wanted to see a young kid from Rand, West Virginia. Grew up the same way that a lot of kids out there grew up. Struggling, single parent, single family homes. But I cannot forget my small, uncorporated community, Rand, West Virginia. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Skull Stories. I'm your host, Mike Wabshaw from the Vikings Entertainment Network. Here in our regular time slot, Skull Stories coming to you on Tuesday nights during the Vikings regular season following Dan Barrero. So we thank you for joining us. Now, for those of you new to this, what is Skull Stories? Well, Skull Stories is here to tell you a story of something that has a prominent place in Vikings history. In the past, we've done episodes on the Purple People Leaders and Bud Grant and Matt Burke. And we have a fun season in store for you in 2018. And we're excited to kick it off right now. And how are we going to kick it off? Well, we're going to kick it off with Randy Moss, who was a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame's 2018 class. The Vikings Entertainment Network and lots of other members of the Vikings organization was in Canton, Ohio, early August this summer to watch Randy Moss go in. And we had a lot of fun covering it and taking all of it in. So tonight, we're going to tell you the story of Randy Moss going into the Hall of Fame using Randy's Hall of Fame speech, our one-on-one interview with Randy, and an interview that we did with someone who covered Randy in the early days of his Vikings career. We think you're going to love what you're going to hear tonight. And we're going to start it with Randy, in his own words, giving his Hall of Fame speech at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Faith, family, and football. That's what makes Randy Moss. In that order, nothing else inside the circle. My faith. Football is not who I am. Football is what I do. For 14 years, I entertained and brought a whole bunch of smiles to a lot of football fans worldwide. And I already know the question in your head. What am I made of? I am a living testimony, a walking testimony, not to just the football fans, but to the whole world. I know God put me here to teach and to lead others down the right path, but first I had to learn from my own mistakes. I had to mature, and with all that, I had to stay right with God. I never knew so many people wanted me to fail. Why? 
Is it because of the man he made me to be or the talent he blessed me with? The hatred, ridicule, and assassination of a man's character is exactly what I grew up reading in the Bible. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up in judgment will be condemned. He brought me through some tough times. Social, economic ignorance, racism. Y'all seen the 30 for 30? Last but not least, poverty. I want to give all my thanks to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he gave me a wonderful praying mother. When I came into the NFL, I had no sense of direction. All I wanted to do was play football. My mom knew nothing about sports. Raised in a church, every day, all day, seven times out of seven days. And I think they tried to slide an eighth day in there too. Not for one second did I not think God was in control of my life. Raised by a single mother from the uncorporated streets of Rand, West Virginia, providing for three. I heard my other brothers getting up here talking about their struggles. There's every person in this stadium right now, we come from different walks of life. If you did not think God was in control of my life to get me all the way here to Canton, mama, if they're here celebrating me for all my accomplishments, mama, all I wanted to do was just celebrate you, give you the things that we never had. Being able to work two and three jobs to provide for us, mama. You took care of us. I grew up in a very small family. As you just heard me say, how hard my mama had to work to provide for us. She worked very hard. And for her to understand what this jacket means to me, mama, it was not about me. You taught me that. What did I say in the 30 for 30? Randy, it's not all about you. Mama, I understand the family over there. That's who I had to provide for. I had to go get it for us. Lydia, my beautiful wife. When we retired from the NFL, I told you that my kids were in turmoil. It's like a triple beam scale. I got my career in this hand, and I got my kids over here struggling in this hand. The first thing that came out your mouth was, let's go get them.
National Football League. I love the game so much, man, but I had to leave it. My kids, I had to get my kids. Baby, that solidified our bond as a couple. And true love, you would do anything for, good or bad. I want to thank you for being my rock and the glue to our family. Thank you, baby. I love you. All right, so there's the beginning of Randy Moss's Hall of Fame speech. Right as we cut him off was when he was going into talking about his kids, something that's obviously very important to him. And he talked about the role that his kids played in motivating him to play professional football and provide for his family, the role they played as he was retiring from the league, and also an illustration of how important his kids are to him is the fact that one of his sons, Thaddeus, presented him for induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That was a pretty cool moment as well. Also important to Randy Moss, though, where he is from. And Randy Moss is from a small, unincorporated town called Rand, West Virginia. And here, Randy talks about the pride that he has in Rand, West Virginia. Sunday night introduction. Where are you from? The state of West Virginia, are you in the house? Believe me when I tell you all where I come from, I knew I had to carry you all. From the bottom of my heart, I knew a lot of people out there struggling. Really wanted to see a young kid from Rand, West Virginia. Grew up the same way that a lot of kids out there grew up. Struggling, single parent, single family homes. But I cannot forget my small, uncorporated community, Rand, West Virginia. That's where it all started, that was the foundation. Raised in the streets. All y'all boys, all y'all ladies know, for those years that we were in Rand, West Virginia, where nobody even checked on us, did not care what was going on. We stuck together. There's a lot of country folk out here, and I'm proud to be from the state of West Virginia. We have one well-knitted community and from the bottom of my heart, I want to stay, thank my community and the state for all the love and support. It really means a lot to me. And with all that said, I'm bringing this gold jacket back tomorrow at the town center, 4.30. All y'all West Virginians want to see this gold jacket. Meet me at the town center tomorrow at 4.30. I got a little work to do here, but I will be home as soon as I'm done so y'all can lay eyes on this gold jacket because this is ours. All right, we are not done with Randy Moss or Skull Stories. Vikings fans, you're going to get paid after the break because we're going to let you listen in to the part of Randy Moss's speech where he talks about 
Vikings fans and the Vikings organization. That is coming up in a minute. Before we go to break, though, we got a couple things to take care of. Later this week, join host Mike Musman, along with Vikings running back Latavius Murray at The Mermaid in Moundsview on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for a live broadcast of Vikings Country. You could win some great prizes, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. Visit vikings.com slash vikingscountry for more info and a full schedule. Also, to catch all of our great content from the Vikings Entertainment Network, we want to tell you about the Vikings app. Also, you need the Vikings app if you're going to a Vikings game this season. So make sure you have the Vikings app to show your ticket at the gate. All tickets are now digital, and you will need to show your digital tickets in the Vikings app. Get ready for Vikings game day by downloading the Vikings app today. Stay tuned. More Randy Moss coming up after this break. Hey, everyone. Welcome back into Skull Stories. It's Wabi with you. More from Randy Moss coming up, but first got to tell you about this. Celebrate the start of the Vikings season on Saturday, September 8th, at the official Vikings kickoff rally presented by Miller Lite. This free event takes place all afternoon in the Commons Park outside U.S. Bank Stadium. It features live performances from country superstar Randy Hauser and KFAN's own Chris Hockey Band. It's presented by iHeartMedia. All right, Vikings fans, we know that you love you some Randy Moss. You're going to listen to this, and you're going to realize that Randy Moss loves him some Vikings fans. Any Viking fans in the house? Viking fans, first and foremost, I got to give the credit to where it's due. Where would we be? without Dennis Green, because he wouldn't have drafted me. Where would the Minnesota Viking true Randy Moss real fans be if Dennis Green would have never pulled that trigger at the 21st pick? I want to thank all the true Minnesota Viking fans for being able to stick through with me, through thick and thin, ups and downs, bumpy roads, This is for us. This is for us. The Will family. I want to thank you for opening the door and not being scared to reach out. You all are great owners. Y'all promised to stay at a stadium. Y'all delivered. Y'all continue to do great things in that state. And a Super Bowl will be coming your way. Thank you, Will family. Nice to hear Randy say some kind words about the Vikings organization and the Wilf family, who are great stewards of the Minnesota Vikings, reached out to Randy Moss to put him into the Vikings ring of honor and, of course, supported Randy every step of the way as he went into the Hall of Fame. So nice to hear Randy Moss speak so kindly of the Vikings organization and of the Wilf family. Now, if you go back to the early part of Randy's career, he was drafted in 1998, in the first round, 21st overall pick. Things were different back then in terms of how the league was covered. But one thing that's remained the same is you've had Vikings beat writers. Well, we have one of 
the Vikings beat writers who was covering the Vikings during Randy Moss's rookie season and, in fact, for the first few seasons of Randy's career. His name is Don Banks. He now writes for The Athletic. He has a podcast with the New England Patriots. But Don was covering the Vikings when Randy Moss broke into the league. Well, we caught up with him in Canton, Ohio, the weekend that Randy Moss went into the Hall of Fame. And I think you're going to enjoy and be enlightened by some things that Don Banks had to say. So here he is. He was simply the most dominant and gifted athlete I've covered. And I think it was pretty apparent early on, that first training camp in 98, it was like every day he set a new bar in terms of his performance. Uh, I was talking to Brian Billick for a podcast I do on Patriots.com the other day, and he said, you know, we would start to correct him in terms of technique, and then we'd, we'd catch ourselves and realize that works for Randy. He can get away with it. He can do it. And we learned to kind of let him do it the way Randy wanted to do it. But, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a instant revelation that he was going to change the dynamic for an already talented offense. Yeah, you know, a lot of people um, who know Randy or worked with Randy, including Bill Belichick and his message to Randy, talked about his practice habits. You covered the team, so you were at practice. Anything you remember about Randy and, and maybe his uh, his work ethic around the game of football? He worked hard. His competitiveness, I think, is underrated. Uh, he didn't like to lose any any rep. He, I mean, he wanted to win against a defensive back. He played as hard at times in practice as I've ever seen him play in games, and obviously he had the reputation that he would take plays off from time to time if the ball was on the other side, but he was a guy that had a, a, a drive to compete and, and dominate the defender against him, and I think it came out sometimes even more so in practice than it did the games. How about the dynamic of Randy Moss with um, you know, his head coach, Dennis Green, and sort of how that relationship started? Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, in a lot of ways, I mean, Denny really was like a father figure for Randy. And Randy was so grateful, having dropped all the way to number 21, passed his beloved Dallas Cowboys, all those teams passing on him. I think he always looked at Denny as a guy who believed in him when others didn't and had his back. And, you know, Denny had a reputation. Um, the players, he was, he was beloved. Um, he may not have been understood or beloved by the media or liked dealing with us. But the players always thought that Denny got them through the season in, in the best possible shape and was really a master at kind of navigating the long NFL slog and the grind that a year can be. So Randy became very close with Denny simply because I think he, he identified a guy that saw his potential in the NFL before anyone else did. You also, I think, have a good temperature gauge on this one because you were covering the team locally how about vikings fans you know and the way that they embrace randy moss whether it be his personality or his style of play and certainly his results on the field what did you notice about that well i mean obviously when a guy comes in and has that kind of impact everyone's going to love him however he was he was a different cat i mean he you know he had that west virginia draw and he had this he had this wonderful um, penchant for telling the truth whenever he opened his mouth. But it always came out in his own unique way. And I think a lot of times Viking fans didn't know what to make of him. Um, and he had his ups and downs, obviously. He started creating some, uh, you know, uh, off-field controversy with the, the water bottle squirt of the official and, and the meter maid incident. 
But by and large, I think Viking fans pretty quickly knew what they had in terms of a, a generational transformative type player. You enjoyed covering Randy Moss? Yeah, I was on the beat his first two seasons, yeah. and it was truly he did really take the league by storm. It was a phenomena. And um, that 98 season, for a lot of reasons, obviously, were, were, was just so distinctive and stood out. But Randy was the centerpiece of that team and, and really the, the component that elevated it. I, I still think, you know, it's the best team I've ever covered. It's the greatest team to never make the Super Bowl. Um, and it's the most memorable team I've ever covered. And he was its most memorable character. Well, I couldn't help myself spending some time with Randy Moss on Hall of Fame weekend. I had to ask him about the 2018 Minnesota Vikings. He's an analyst on ESPN, so he's got his eye on this league, and we know he has a special place in his heart for the Vikings. So I had a chance to ask Randy if he had a message for the 2018 Vikings. Here's what he said. The current Vikings are getting ready for 2018. There'll be a stadium full of fans watching the annual night practice. You got a message for everyone back home? It's a lot of buzz going on in Minnesota, and when you when I look at the addition at the quarterback position, I'm liking that, and I don't really have a message. The message is believe in your team, follow your team through thick and thin, but then when the great things happen, you have a lot to cheer for. everyone that's going to do it for tonight's episode of skull stories we thank randy moss and don banks for their help in telling the story of randy moss going into the pro football hall of fame now the week of work is not over everybody it's game week the vikings open the 2018 regular season on sunday they host the san francisco 49ers kickoff schedule for noon be there for the boom on the vikings radio network paul allen pete bursich Ben Lieber and Greg Coleman will bring you the action from U.S. Bank Stadium. Mike Musman will host the Vikings pregame show. That will begin at 10 o'clock a.m., so don't miss that as well. That's it for tonight's episode of Skull Stories. We thank you for listening. On behalf of Skull Stories producer Nate Vaughn, I am your host, Wabi, signing off for now. We will be back next Tuesday night with another episode of Skull Stories, so we hope to talk to you then. Yeah.